we're having ours tomorrow. Yes, I know, because I'm probably going to be there. Are you going to play? No, just to watch. Oh. Not this time. Um, See, oh. you laugh, but I actually was asked to yeah, go to year. play really? with them. Really? Yes. You did, you did oh, laugh. Yes, I was the uh, oldest fifth grader. <laughs> and apparently there were a few that thought that there was a fifth grader with a beard. I'm so, <laughs> I don't know who that pituitary case is. Okay, what does such baptizing with water indicate? It indicates that the old Adam in us should, by daily no, this is one. This is one you've already done. I'm just leading you into the one for today. By daily contrition and re repentance be drowned and die with all sins and evil desires, and that a new man should daily emerge and arise to live before God in righteousness and purity forever. Where is this written? St. Paul says in, the, in Romans chapter 6, we were So Memphis is gone. Yeah, you can tell. Quite <laughs> cute if I know a lot of words. Well, see, the thing is, though, Cameron, you are supposed to know all of the words, too. What's happening in my book? Pardon me? I looked at my book. And... Well, the, the whole point is that you're supposed to learn them so that you don't have to look at your book. Romans chapter 6, we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. That was your memory for today. Now, yes? We don't have midweek next week. We don't. Mid, this is the last midweek until, yep, until January. But what you'll need to know for next time is all of the baptism catechism because it's a review of the entire thing. Pardon me? I hope so because otherwise we're going to stay on baptism the whole year and we're going to be doing it individually around the table, which is how I learned it. And I'm trying to be nice. But if you don't know it, then I have to make you know it. I don't want to make you know it. I want you just to, just to know it. Okay? Uh, this is a disappointing last class before Christmas. Okay, term quiz. The terms are all names. All names. Number one, the first man. And that's all of that term I'm going to give you. 
Number two, the Old Testament man who lost all that he had but continued to believe in the Lord and trust in his promise. The Old Testament man who lost everything he had but continued to believe in the Lord and trust in his promises. Number three, the third-born son of Adam and Eve. This is the son who continued the genealogy of the Messiah by taking the place of his murdered brother. And I will give you a bonus point if you can tell me the name of the murdered brother. Number four, the three sons of Noah. That's what it is. You get three for the price of one on this one. And yes, you have to write all three of them down for you to get this one point correct. Because all three of the names are the term. And lastly, number five. Oh, uh, by the way, <clears throat> excuse me. I will also give you a bonus point if you can tell me which of those three sons was, uh, was the bad one who was cursed. Of the three sons who you need to name for me, you also will get a bonus point if you can tell me which one of those sons was the bad one who got cursed. And lastly, number five, the son of the promise who was born to Abraham and Sarah. The son of the promise who was born to Abraham and Sarah. Okay, any that you need me to repeat? Sophie, number two, okay. Uh, the Old Testament man who lost all that he had, but continued to believe in the Lord and to trust in the Lord's promise. Any more? Okay, Cameron, number one. Yes, Adam, the first man. His name means what, Cameron? Oh, uh... What does the name Adam mean? The first man? Uh, knock out the first part and you're correct. Man? Yep, Adam means man, Adam. Is that a, is that Adam? a bonus point? No, it is not. It was just trivia. Okay. Don't you feel good, though? Yeah. That's worth more than a bonus point. Yeah. Emma, number two. Job, yes. Job, the man who lost everything and still trusted in the Lord. Number three, Sophie. It is Seth. And Sophie, which was the murdered brother of Seth? 
It was not Cain. Did anybody else write it down? Yes. Yeah, I wrote it down. Okay. <laughs> yes, please. Abel? <laughs> yes, Abel. Abel is the murdered brother. Cain is the brother that did the murdering. And Seth was the son that came after and who became the son of the promise. Uh, Mason. I have it. You don't have number four? Yes. You didn't even have one of the names? Cameron? Uh, Shem, Ham, and Jacob? Correct. That's one point. <laughs> and tell me, Cameron, if you can, which of those three sons was the cursed son? Ham. Ham, yes. Ham was the cursed son. You get a bonus point if you wrote down ham. And lastly, number five, Emma. Isaac. Isaac, correct. And for a bonus point, to the first person who can answer, and I will judge that by how the first person whose hand goes up, what does the name, now your hand has to start down, you can't, that's like stealing bases, we don't do that. Uh, yeah, you can. We don't do it here. Oh, okay. we, we play fair and square, neat and tidy here. So Cameron, if you want to raise your hand, it has to be this one if that hand's holding your head up. Okay, what does the name Isaac mean? That is incorrect. Anybody else? You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. It means laughter. Isaac means laughter. Why? Because Emma. Because his mother Correct. Yes. Okay. Mason. Four. Cameron. Five. Emma. Six. Sophie. Four. Okay. Memphis and Leela are absent. All right. To the book of Genesis, chapter 25. Genesis chapter 25, starting at verse 19. Genesis chapter 25, verse 19. This is kind of a jumping around day, just a little bit, because there's a lot to look at. Okay, 
This is the genealogy of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begot Isaac. Mason, we'll go this direction. Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebecca, his wife, the daughter of Bethuel. Bethuel, the of Syrian. Syrian of Padan Aram. Padan Aram, mm -hmm. the sister of Laban. Laban, the Sarai. Syrian. Syrian. Yeah. So. Oh, who, who, yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I pick the person who's going to be my favorite for the day, and I give them all the hard words. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, in this Bible, it says a different word than Syrian. Okay. It's A R A M E A N. Uh, what What is it? A R A M E A N. Oh, okay. What? Uh, it's just it's different names for the re a region. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. In the, in the original languages, mm -hmm. I'd say probably eight out of ten times, the word that describes the region... Wait, wait to open these, please. This is not the time or the place. The, the word that describes the region doesn't look or sound anything like... Oh, my word. Okay, go use the potty. It uh, doesn't look or sound anything like what we would call it. Okay. So, uh, like, Greece isn't Greece. Um, that's why we call them Hellenists. Oh. Is because the name for Greek is the Hellenes. Okay. Or the Spartans are not Spartans. They're the Laodiceans. So the names are, the names are all different. So the, okay. the name as it's presented is somebody, your editorial team's approximation of, we think this people probably came from this area and that would be modern-day Syria. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, so don't worry about that too okay. much. Hey, go in there and use the potty. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Now, verse... Oh, uh, no, my question was, who is uh, Isaac's wife? Yes. Rebecca. Rebecca, correct. Now, next verse. 21. Okay. And Isaac... Prayed to the Lord for his wife because she was barren. Mm -hmm. And what does it mean to be barren? Sophie? Uh, like to. I just had it in my head. Well, get it out of there. I don't know. <laughs> what does it mean to be barren? Think about Elizabeth. Who is Elizabeth? This is in the New Testament. Who is Elizabeth? Who's? John's mother. Yes, John the Baptist's mother. And she was barren, which means what, Emma? She's pregnant? Not pregnant, no. The exact opposite, actually, that she cannot get pregnant. Yeah, to be barren means you cannot have a child. Doesn't matter how hard you try, you cannot. You are unable to have a child. So Rebecca is, uh, Rebecca is barren, 
which means that she cannot have a child. Now that's a problem, isn't it? Why is that a problem for Isaac? He probably wants to have a son. Yeah, but why? Uh, Whose son is Isaac? Who is Isaac's dad? Sophie. Yeah, Abraham. And what's the big deal about Isaac? Yes? Just, what's the big deal about Isaac, Emma? Descendants? Yes, descendants. Yes, that he would make of Abraham a great nation. That Remember, the son of the promise comes through Abraham. So how can the Lord keep his promise if Isaac does not have a son? See the problem there? So Isaac pleads with the Lord. Do you think the Lord will listen? Yes. The Lord will listen. Now, the, uh, so she was barren. And finish the verse. We think that the Lord is going to heed that prayer because of the Lord's promise and give us the rest of the story there, Sophie. And the Lord granted his uh, prayer and Rebekah, his wife, Ah, very good. So the Lord heard his prayer. Now, continue. The children. Yeah, which means how many? More than one. So he asked for, he prayed for his wife to have a child, and she has more than one. The Lord grants abundance. But the children. That's okay. The children struggled yeah so she's got two two uh, babies inside of her and they are fighting already in the womb do you think that is a good sign or a not good sign Cameron not good sign. Uh, yeah probably not the best if they're already fighting Mm-hmm. Do you want me to help her? No, no, I'll take care of it. Okay, hold on a minute. Okay, the boys are fighting within her. And she said, if all is well, why am I like this? So she went to inquire of the Lord. Sorry, Emma. Uh, and the Lord... The Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb. And two peoples from within you will be separated. You will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. Yes, so there's a lot here. Why, why are they struggling within her? It is the struggle between sin and unbelief and faith and trust in the Lord that are struggling and wrestling, contending within her. 
and there are two nations, the nation of the older and the nation of the younger. And the younger will be served by the older. Is that the way it's supposed to be? No, the older is the one who should be served. So the Lord is turning things upside down, and he is also indicating that it is the younger son who is the one who will be the son of the promise, not the older one. Who would you expect it to be? The older one, right, speaking as the oldest child. <laughs> uh, okay, so continue. That's to you, Cameron. So when her days were fulfilled for her to give birth, indeed there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red. He was like a hairy garment all over, so they called his name Esau because he looked like a rhesus monkey. That's, that part wasn't in the Bible. I added that part. And afterward, his brother came out and his hand took hold of Ethan's heel, so his name was called Jacob. Yes, Jacob's, the name means the one who grabs the heel. So they come out like that. Esau comes out and Jacob is holding his leg because they're in the middle of the fighting. Isaac was 16 years old when... Not 16, he was... 60 years old when she bore them. Yes, all right, keep going, 27. Sophie. Sophie. Oh, sorry. Um, when the boys grew up, Esau... Esau... Was a skillful hunter, a man of the field, while Jacob was a quiet man dwelling in tents. Mm-hmm. Yes. Isaac. Isaac, sorry. Isaac loved Esau because he ate. Mm-hmm. Ate. Jacob, yes. So Jacob is a mama's boy and Esau is daddy's man. Esau is the hunter who goes out and gets the meat and daddy likes the meat. Jacob is not a manly man. He prefers to stay indoors and his mother loves him best. Now, 29. Once when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau came in from the open country famished. Mm -hmm. 30. And Esau said to Jacob, Please feed me with that same red stew, for I am weary. Therefore his name was called Edom. Yes. And then there's a nation that comes from him, and the nation is called the nation of Edom. And the nation of Edom, are they friends with the nation of Israel? No, they are not. I wonder if it has anything to do with this. We'll wait and see. But Jacob said, sell me your birthright as of this day. What is a birthright? Mason, what's the birthright? Like your birth certificate? No, no, they don't. Birth certificate doesn't mean anything here. Nobody knows what that is. Emma? Is it like 
one, then you're entitled to some stuff. Like yes, that's your birthright. So if you are the older one, you're the one who gets the blessing of the father in this case. That is the, the blessing that passes on that you are the son of the promise. And you have the right to all of the father's possessions or, or the larger portion of the possessions if it is divided. So when Jesus tells the parable of the prodigal son, the prodigal son still gets a birthright, but he doesn't get the birthright. His older brother is the one who gets more. So uh, Jacob here is demanding that his brother Esau sell over his birthright, his claim to all of the wealth and possession of, of uh, his inheritance, including the blessing of the promise of God. That's part of the birthright. He says, sell it to me, and I'll give you some stew. Some stew. And Esau said, Who's, whose turn is that? Maybe it is. Let's just start over. I'll do it. Then Esau said, look, I am about to die. Do you think he's about to die? No. No. He's, he's being a little bit of a baby. <laughs> I'm so hungry, I'm going to die. So what is this birthright to me? I don't care about a birthright. I want, I want food. Then Jacob said, uh, swear to me as of this thing. So he swore to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. Mm -hmm. Then Jacob gave Yes, he despised his birthright. He did not hold it in high esteem. He didn't care about it. Uh, which of the two brothers do you think is probably the one who personifies unbelief? Yes. Jacob? I would uh, guess, who's the one that despises his birthright? Uh, Esau. Esau, yes. Now, we're going to jump ahead to chapter 27. And I'm going to read this because we've got to scoot through it. Now, it came to pass when Isaac was old. So this is all, all of this stuff about the birthright happened long ago. Now Isaac is not, now he's old. He's very old. And his eyes were so dim he could not see. He called Esau, his older son, and said to him, My son! And he answered, Here I am. Then he said, Behold, now I am old. I do not know the day of my death. Now, therefore, please take your weapons, your quiver and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me and make me savory food such as I love and bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless you before I die." So who is the one that gets that is supposed to get the blessing? Jacob. Well, pretend we didn't read anything we just read. Who's the one that's supposed to get the blessing? Esau. Why? Because he's the eldest. But who now holds claim to the birthright? Jacob. Jacob. Because Esau despised it and sold it over. Now Rebekah was listening when Isaac spoke to Esau, his son, and Esau went to the field to hunt game and to bring it. 
So Rebekah spoke to Jacob, her son, saying, Indeed, I heard your father speak to Esau, your brother, saying, Bring me game and make savory food for me that I may eat it and bless you in the presence of the Lord before my death. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice according to what I command you. Go now to the flock and bring me from there two choice kids of the goats. A kid is a baby goat. And I will make savory food from them for your father, such as he loves. Then you shall take it to your father, that he may eat it, and that he may bless you before his death. Mm. And Jacob said to Rebekah his mother, Look, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man, and I am a smooth-skinned man. I am a soy boy. Perhaps my father will feel me, and I shall seem to be a deceiver to him. And I shall bring a curse on myself and not a blessing. Is he a deceiver? He is a deceiver. Yes, he is. He's a trickster and a liar and a deceiver. But his mother said to him, Let your curse be on me, my son. You only obey my voice and go get them for me. And he went and got them and brought them to his mother. And his mother made savory food such as his father loved. Then Rebekah took the choice clothes of her elder son Esau, which were with her in the house, and put them on Jacob, her younger son. And she put the skins of the kids of the goats on his hands and on the smooth part of his neck. Then she gave the savory food and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob. So he went to his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am. Who are you, my son? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. I have done just as you told me. Please arise, sit, and eat of my game, that your soul may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, How is it that you have found it so quickly, my son? Boy, that was a really short hunting trip. To go to get the animal and to have it all cooked, that didn't take hardly any time at all. And he said, Because the Lord your God brought it to me. Isaac said to Jacob, Please come near, that I may feel you, my son, whether you are really my son Esau or not. So Jacob went near to Isaac his father, and he felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And he did not recognize him, because his hands were hairy like his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. Then he said, Are you really my son Esau? He said, I am. He said, Bring it near to me, and I will eat of my son's game, so that my soul may bless you. So he brought it near to him, and he ate, and he brought him wine, and he drank. Then his father Isaac said to him, Come near now, and kiss me, my son. And he came near, and kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his clothing, and blessed him, and said, Surely the smell of my son is like the smell of a field which the Lord has blessed. Therefore may God give you of the dew of heaven, of the fatness of the earth, and plenty of grain and wine. Let peoples serve you, and nations bow down to you. Be master over your brethren. Who is his brethren? Cameron, who is his brethren? Isaac? No, Isaac's what? his father. Oh. Jacob, who is his brethren? Esau. Esau. And let your mother's sons bow down to you. <gasps> cursed be everyone who curses you, and blessed be those who bless you. Whose blessing is that? Emma. Esau? Nope. 
I mean, it's the one that should have gone to Esau, but whose words are those? They're not Isaac's words. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. Sophie. God's words, because the blessing is the Lord's blessing. So then uh, Esau comes back and he brings the food and his father says, Who are you? You are already here. I already ate. And uh, Esau gets angry. And he says, Is he not rightly named Jacob, the one who grasps the heel, that trickster? For he has supplanted me two times. He took away my birthright. And now look, he has taken away my blessing. And then Esau demands a blessing. And his father says, I can't give you a blessing because I've already given it to your brother and I can't undo it. Why can he not undo it? This is the big question. Why can he not undo the blessing? Sophie. Yeah, but why can't he take it back? Cameron. Maybe because like blessings are permanent? Yes, the blessing is a permanent thing. So the blessing goes permanently, one, because uh, it's the covenant that God makes. It's not based upon works. It's one that the Lord freely gives. Is Jacob a trickster? Yes. Does he deserve that blessing? Mm -mm. Not at all. But does he have it? Yes. Yes. And will he hold it? Yes. Because of the grace of God and God's faithfulness to his word, not because of Jacob being a good boy, which he is not. Can the wickedness of man change God's promise and God's faithfulness? Can you behave in such a bad way that the Lord would say, you know what, I don't really want to bless you anymore. I'm going to take it away. No. And finally, in this particular case, what did God already say from the very beginning was going to happen? Which of the two sons did God himself choose before they were, there was any trickery? Jacob. He had already chosen Jacob, and he said from the very beginning, the blessing will go to the younger son. That is the lineage of, uh, of the promise of Abraham, according to my will. Well, since he was going to get that position, why did he, why was he being so sneaky? The Lord said he would have it. His, oh. According to the rights of man, Esau should have gotten it. Okay. But the Lord says... Esau's not the one. And part of that is because Esau is the child of the unbelief. Esau fights with Jacob. He is a warring nation. And then what you see later is that the children of Israel war with Edom. And it is a war of the faithful versus the unfaithful nation. Um, Okay. Catechism is all of baptism. All of baptism. Study that whole thing. You have plenty of time because we don't have midweek again until January. And then your terms, you have a number of them. Seven new terms. Jacob, Rachel, Leah, Esau, the birthright, Bethel, and Israel.
pay those seven terms, and everything's fair game. All right. Have a good night.